Welcome to another edition of Woodrow's Wishlist, NBA Talk Podcast. I'm Evan Woodson, um, and this is the second part of the two-part series I put out, uh, ranking the teams from the Eastern Conference and Western Conference, uh, one through eight for all the playoff teams, and then the three teams I have on the bubble, and just going to talk a little bit about these teams. Uh, you know, I did the West last time, and I'm going to go right into the East this time, so let's get right into it. Uh, my first team in the East that I have, the Boston Celtics. Uh, I think this is kind of an obvious one. You know, no Kyrie, no Gordon Hayward, no problem in the playoffs last year. They were, you know, a win away from making it to the uh, the finals, and I think that they actually would have had a better chance against the Warriors than the Cavs did. This, this team uh, is extremely well coached. You know, if Brad Stevens isn't the best coach in the NBA, he's not far off. They have an excellent core, an excellent young group of guys. Um, and, you know, they get Kyrie back. They get Gordon Hayward back. So, you know, a starting lineup of Kyrie, Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward, Al Horford, Jason Tatum. This team is going to be excellent defensively. They're going to be very mobile. They're going to be sharing the ball. And there's just going to be so many playmakers. You know, five guys on the court that can all make plays. You know, Al Horford can bring up the ball. You know, you can you can throw it to him in the post and surround him with four shooters. You know, Kyrie can bring the ball up. Jalen can bring the ball up. Gordon can bring the ball up. Tatum can bring the ball up. They, you know, they can run ISO if they need to because they just have so many guys, so many weapons. They're so long, so athletic. You know, a guy like Jason Tatum, expect him to absolutely break out this year. Uh, you know, and don't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw five Celtics make the All-Star team this year. They're that good, they're that talented, and they're that well-coached. And, you know, also now, their bench is absolutely sensational with, you know, starting caliber guys coming off their bench. You know, Terry Rozier showed what he can do in the playoffs. He was very inconsistent, obviously, but he had some absolutely monster games and some breakout games where you just see that potential's right there that, you know, when Kyrie's out of the game, you just feel absolute absolute confidence in Terry Rozier and what he can do. You know, keeping a guy like Marcus Smart is another big move. You know, we saw what he was able to do last year defensively. He's an absolute monster. He's a guy you want on your team at all times. You know, we saw him guard guys like LeBron. He can do stuff like that. He'll be a good matchup for a guy like, you know, Ben Simmons. You know, you can throw him on Kawhi at times. He's a rough rider. Uh, you know, you have guys like Baines and you have guys like Tice who showed absolute flashes last year. You know, Baines started. He came off the bench. He did whatever was asked from them. You know, Marcus Morris, another guy. Just so many guys. They're going to be a very unselfish team. Extremely well coached. You know, Brad Stevens knows what he's doing. He's going to have this ball club ready. Uh, you know, they're my pick to make it to the finals from the East. Um, you know, I don't think it's going to be a breeze. There are some very tough teams in this conference, but they're definitely my my favorite to make it to the finals. And, uh, you know, if they, if they do end up playing the Warriors, that's not a series where you're just automatically going with the Warriors. This team is going to be very fun to watch. Um, this is could be a 70-plus win team if they're healthy. And I'm expecting very big things out of them. Uh, the number two seed, um, a toss back and forth between the Raptors and the 76ers. But I'm going to go with the Raptors. Uh, a couple reasons. One, I like the bench of the Raptors a little bit better than I like the 76ers. You know, this Raptors bench is absolutely sensational. It was sensational last year. And, you know, you move a guy like OG Ananobi back to the bench. Uh, he's going to be a very good. He's going to have a big year again. You know, I know he's backing up Kawhi now, but... You know, this Raptors team, they were the best team in the East last year in the regular season. You know, obviously they ran into LeBron, and that happens. 
But other than that, you know, this is a very sensational team. They got an excellent bench. They run the floor well. They play very good at home. You know, you add a guy like Kawhi, who's a big upgrade over DeRozan. And, you know, Kawhi, if he's healthy, he's the best player in the Eastern Conference, which is the reason why I think the Raptors have a great chance. Uh, you know, they're, I think they're going to be the second best team. I'm expecting to see them in the conference finals. And they're going to give Boston a run for their money for sure. You know, it all kind of depends on how Kawhi is able to play. But if he's back and healthy, you know, this team could be the team that you see in the finals. Uh, you know, and then a guy like Danny Green. You bring in another experienced veteran who can shoot the ball. Uh, you know, he's going to be sensational. You have an excellent bench. First-year coach, Nick Nurse. But, you know, he brought he kind of brought the system to where it is now in Toronto. Uh, you know, this team is going to be very solid. They're going to run the ball up and down the floor. They have two full lineups of guys they can go at you with. You know, guys like Fred Van Fleet and DeLon Wright and Pascal Siakam. Pascal Siakam's my up my uh, X factor coming into this season. I think expect to see a lot of good things out of Pascal this year. And this team's going to be ready to go. And, uh, you know, Boston's gonna got to watch out for this Raptors squad. My third team, uh, the 76ers, you know... We saw what they were able to do when they were healthy last year. Coming into the playoffs, every, they were everyone's pick to make the finals. You know, obviously we saw what happened with Ben Simmons. He wasn't great in the playoffs, but, you know, you just get another year of Ben Simmons. Expect to see him as an all-star next year. Hit with him and Embiid, they just have so much talent. Um, you know, they're going to be absolutely sensational, the two of them. I think you're going to see a lot of big things out of them this year. And it's just another year for them. Where I kind of pause a little bit is their bench. You know, I know they bring in Zaire Smith and Wilson Chandler, but they did lose some key pieces. Uh, you know, hopefully Markel Fultz can be a good backup next year. I think he's going to have a good year, um, you know, and take over that backup role, maybe be able to start a couple games alongside Ben Simmons. You know, we'll have to see how that progresses, but I think uh, Markel Fultz will be very good for them next year. But, you know, you do lose guys like Bellinelli and, um, and, um, Ersan Ilyasova, who were absolutely sensational last year. You know, Bellinelli was on fire some games, especially against Miami. Same with Ersan. You know, Ben Simmons would just run down the floor and find these guys. I think these two guys are going to be missed a lot more than people realize. Uh, you know, I think their bench took a step backwards because of it. And I think that they're they're going to struggle a little bit in the bench department. Uh, you know, Rob, Robert Covington didn't have a great year last year. So hopefully he can kind of regain where he was. And um, I'm expecting big things out of Dario Saric. I think Dario Saric will have an absolute stud of a year this year. And uh, this is going to be a very dangerous team in the playoffs. You know, if Ben Simmons can reach that star potential that he's destined for, this is going to be a very scary team. Uh, number four seed, Indiana Pacers. Um, I'm expecting big things out of Indiana as well. Uh, you know, they had a great year last year. They retained basically their same team as last year. And that's just their bench got so much better. Very improved bench. Uh, you know, bringing guys like Kyle O'Quinn, Dougie McDermott, Tyreek Evans, which is a huge one. He's going to be an absolute stud off the bench. With him and Sabonis, they have a great bench. One of the best benches in the in the uh, NBA. Um, and I think, the you know, one of the best benches in the conference as well, obviously. This bench is going to be sensational. They're going to get after it. Um, and this starting lineup is going to be ready to go. I think you're going to see another breakout year for Miles Turner. And, you know, it kind of hinges on him. I think he's going to be the second-best player on this squad. Uh, if he can get going, this team's going to be very scary and a team that no one's going to want to see. You know, Victor Oladipo, just another year of him. He's going to be absolutely sensational. And this team's going to be locked and loaded and ready to get at it. 
Uh, the fifth seed, the Washington Wizards. Um, you know, not a great year last year, but improvements everywhere. And I think they're going to be ready to go, you know, just starting with the center position. Dwight Howard in for uh, Martin Gortat, Marcin Gortat, and that's an instant improvement right there. I know a lot of people aren't big fans of Dwight Howard, but he's better than Marcin Gortat. It's just that simple. I think he's, you're going to see uh, a revamped Dwight Howard on a team that's going to be competing for the playoffs. And, um, you know, if he, if he can play well, this team could be scary. They, their bench is vastly improved, and that's been the problem holding the back the last couple of years is terrible bench play. You know, you have now Kelly, another year of Kelly Oubre. Expect him to be much better this year. You know, Austin Rivers is a huge improvement uh, off the bench for them. Uh, you know, they were having Ty Lawson as their backup point guard last year in the playoffs. Now you have Austin Rivers. That's a huge improvement. You bring in a guy, Jeff Green, who was, you know, very up and down, but he's another guy that can get after it off the bench. Uh, this team is just much improved, and I think they're going to be a lot better coming into the season. The sixth seed is the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, you know, not super sold on Milwaukee, but they have Giannis, and he's only going to get better. He hasn't reached his potential, which is a scary thought, but he's only going to continue to get better. This team's going to continue to get better. You know, the, you bring in a new coach. They obviously very lacked in coaching last season. Now they have a, a very good proven coach. He's won coach of the year before, um, Mike Budenholzer. And, you know, you bring in Brooke Lopez. This guy can score. Not a great defender, but he can spread the floor. He scores the ball very efficiently. He's a solid player. Uh, you know, you bring Thonmaker off the bench now. He's I think he's going to have a good year, and if he can do that, this Milwaukee team could surprise a lot of people. You know, Chris Middleton's an absolute stud, one of the most underrated players in the NBA. You know, with him and Giannis, they have some star power. And, uh, you know, if Giannis can continue to, to to thrive, then, you know, don't expect Milwaukee to, to even make it to the conference finals if they can put it all together. Not saying that they will, but they have that ability because of Giannis. Uh, the seventh seed, Detroit Pistons. Uh, you know, I kind of bounce back and forth between Miami and the Detroit. But I'm going to go with Detroit, um, you know, you get Dwayne Casey. He's a great coach. Obviously, one coach of the year last year. I think this is going to be a revamped team. Um, I think they're going to be ready to go. I think Dwayne Casey's going to get the most out of Blake Griffin, and I'm expecting to see big things out of Blake Griffin. You know, they do have a good front court in Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond. They're going to be able to play smash mouth basketball, and I think they're going to be solid. You know, you get another year of Reggie Jackson. He's coming back off of injury. You have him and Ish Smith as your two point guards. Uh, that's a pretty good combo. I think Stanley Johnson's going to be much improved. And I just think that, <coughs> excuse me, with uh, Blake Griffin, I think you're going to see a lot more this year. He's looking to prove to people that he's just not some bust. He's ready to go. And I think, um, you know, I'm kind of excited to see this Detroit team and how it works out. But I definitely think they're a playoff team and they're going to be able to surprise some people. Miami, uh, kind of same thing as last year. Lots of depth. Lots of good players at lots of positions. No star power. You know, Goran Dragic is their best player. Dwayne Wade was their best player in the playoffs. We'll see what happens there. But there's a lot of pieces on Miami that I really like, which is why I think they're going to be staying in the playoffs. They're, you know, they're about 10-man deep. They can defend. They shoot the ball well. They move the ball well. It's just the lack of the star power, I think, for them is what's holding them back. Uh, you know, I really like watching them. I really enjoyed watching them play in the playoffs last year. But, you know, that lack of star power is going to hurt them a bit in the playoffs, which is unfortunate. And then the three teams I have as bubble teams, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, 
you know, this Cleveland team, they're recovering from post-LeBron. It's their first year. But don't expect them to go down without a fight. Uh, I think they're going to compete for the playoffs. I think Kevin Love is going to have a sensational year. Uh, I'm really excited to see what he can do. Um, he's, I think he's going to be ready to go um, and just kind of prove to people that he can do things without LeBron. I think he'll be a 20-10 and 10 guy. I still have him as an all-star for this year. And Cleveland's going to be rocking and rolling and ready to go. You know, they had their, they're very deep. Guys like Rodney Hood, they retain coming off the bench. Guys like Jordan Clarkson, Larry Nance. These guys are all young and eager to prove that they can do stuff. You know, especially with Clarkson and Hood. They were having great years before they got traded. You know, two of the best bench scorers in the NBA. Then they come to the, the Cavs and uh, were less than good. But I think they're gonna, you're going to see them doing good things next year. <coughs> Colin Sexton is a guy I'm really excited about and really high on. I think Colin Sexton's going to have a great year. He's gonna, he's one of my top five picks for Rookie of the Year. Um, and I think that, you know, this this team is going to be ready to go. They're going to be starting Seti Osman at the three, most likely, it looks like. Um, this team is going to be good. Ty Lue is going get, to get the most out of this group. And we're going to see what they're like post-LeBron. I don't think they're quite a playoff team, but I think they have the ability to compete for the playoffs. And then Chicago. Uh, this is an exciting team. You know, you get a nice draft pick in Wendell Carter. He'll slide into the starting five alongside Lowry Markkinen, who's going to be an absolute beast this year. Very excited to see what I can see out of Lowry Markkinen. Uh, he's going to be ready to go. You know, they bring in Jabari Parker, who's not great defensively, but, you know, that's not really going to be the, the Bulls' M.O. They're going to be very offensively minded with, you know, Zach Levine, Chris Dunn, Denzel Valentine, uh, you know, they got lots of guys who can score. They got, they're going to run up and down the floor. You know, you've seen Fred Hoiberg style, especially when he was at Iowa State. Loves to get up and down the floor. This is going to be a team that just, they're young, they're excited, they're going to be able to score a lot of points, but they're not going to be able to defend, which is ultimately going to be their setback. And then, rounding it out, the Orlando Magic. This is a team I've always been high on, and they always disappoint me. Um, you know, Defensively, I think they have a nice squad. They have Frank Vogel, who's a defensive-minded coach, and they've got a lot of guys. They have some pieces. You know, Evan Fournier, a very good scorer. He's only 25. You know, Vukovic is a very good scorer. Aaron Gordon can score the ball. Between those three guys, that's three 15-plus-a-game guys you have scoring the ball. You know, it's the, they have lack of a point guard, lack of the assists, which is a problem. You know, you bring in Mo Bamba. He's a great defensive player. He'll probably come off your bench. Jonathan Isaacs is looking really good. You know, you have guys like Simmons and Terrence Ross. I think defensively they're going to be very good. Um, just lack of a point guard is going to hold them back, and they're just not quite there yet. But this team, I'm very excited. To, I'm excited to see what they can do this year. And that was another episode of Woodrow's Wishlist. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, you can get a hold of me at on uh, Instagram at NBA Talk 49. Uh, or at Woodrow the Player, or on Twitter at Gringo Time. Feel free to uh, shoot me a message, and uh, you know I love to talk. Love to talk with people. Always down to talk about NBA. Uh, so you know, shoot me a message and uh, enjoy the show. Thank you. Welcome to another edition of Woodrow's Wishlist NBA Talk Podcast. I'm Evan Woodson, um, and this is the second part of a two-part series I put out. Uh, ranking the teams from the Eastern Conference and Western Conference, uh, one through eight for all the playoff teams, and then the three teams I have on the bubble. And just going to talk a little bit about these teams. Uh, you know, I did the West last time, and I'm going to go right into the East this time. 
So let's get right into it. Uh, my first team in the East that I have, the Boston Celtics. Uh, I think this is kind of an obvious one. You know, no Kyrie, no Gordon Hayward, no problem in the playoffs last year. They were, you know, a win away from making it to the uh, the finals, and I think that they actually would have had a better chance against the Warriors than the Cavs did. This this team uh, is extremely well coached. You know, if Brad Stevens isn't the best coach in the NBA, he's not far off. They have an excellent core, an excellent young group of guys, um, and, you know, they get Kyrie back, they get Gordon Hayward back. So, you know, a starting lineup of Kyrie, Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward, Al Horford, Jason Tatum. This team is going to be excellent defensively. They're going to be very mobile. They're going to be sharing the ball. And there's just going to be so many playmakers. You know, five guys on the court that can all make plays. You know, Al Horford can bring up the ball. You know, you can you can throw it to him in the post and surround him with four shooters. You know, Kyrie can bring the ball up. Jalen can bring the ball up. Gordon can bring the ball up. Tatum can bring the ball up. They, you know, they can run ISO if they need to because they just have so many guys, so many weapons. They're so long, so athletic. You know, a guy like Jason Tatum, expect him to absolutely break out this year. Uh, you know, and don't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw five Celtics make the All-Star team this year. They're that good. They're that talented. And they're that well coached. And, you know, also now their bench is absolutely sensational with, you know, starting caliber guys coming off their bench. You know, Terry Rozier, show what he can do in the playoffs. He was very inconsistent, obviously, but he had some absolutely monster games and some breakout games where you just see that potential's right there that, you know, when Kyrie's out of the game, you just feel absolute absolute confidence in Terry Rozier and what he can do. You know, keeping a guy like Marcus Smart is another big move. You know, we saw what he was able to do last year defensively. He's an absolute monster. He's a guy you want on your team at all times. You know, we saw him guard guys like LeBron. He can do stuff like that. He'll be a good matchup for a guy like, you know, Ben Simmons. You know, you can throw him on Kawhi at times. He's a rough rider. Uh, you know, you have guys like Baines and you have guys like Tice who showed absolute flashes last year. You know, Baines started. He came off the bench. He did whatever was asked from them. You know, Marcus Morris, another guy. Just so many guys. They're going to be a very unselfish team. Extremely well coached. You know, Brad Stevens knows what he's doing. He's going to have this ball club ready. Uh, you know, they're my pick to make it to the finals from the East. Um, you know, I don't think it's going to be a breeze. There are some very tough teams in this conference, but they're definitely my my favorite to make it to the finals. And, uh, you know, if they if they do end up playing the Warriors, that's not a series where you're just automatically going with the Warriors. This team is going to be very fun to watch. Um, this is could be a 70-plus win team if they're healthy, and I'm expecting very big things out of them. Uh, the number two seed... Um, I tossed back and forth between the Raptors and the 76ers, but I'm going to go with the Raptors uh, a couple reasons. One, I like the bench of the Raptors a little bit better than I like the 76ers. You know, this Raptors bench is absolutely sensational. It was sensational last year, and, you know, you move a guy like OG Ananobi back to the bench, uh, he's going to be a very good. He's going to have a big year again. You know, I know he's backing up Kawhi now, but, you know, this Raptors team, they were the best team in the East last year in the regular season. You know, obviously they ran into LeBron, and that happens. But other than that, you know, this is a very sensational team. They got an excellent bench. They run the floor well. They play very good at home. You know, you add a guy like Kawhi, who's a big upgrade over DeRozan. And, you know, Kawhi, if he's healthy, he's the best player in the Eastern Conference, which is the reason why I think the Raptors have a great chance. Uh, you know, they're, I think they're going to be the second best team. I'm expecting to see them in the conference finals. And they're going to give Boston a run for their money for sure. You know, it all kind of depends on how Kawhi is able to play. But if he's back and healthy, 
you know, this team could be the team that you see in the finals. Uh, you know, and then a guy like Danny Green, you bring in another experienced veteran who can shoot the ball. Uh, you know, he's going to be sensational. You have an excellent bench. First year coach, Nick Nurse, but, you know, he brought all, he kind of brought the system to where it is now in Toronto. Uh, you know, this team is going to be very solid. They're going to run the ball up and down the floor. They have two full lineups of guys they can go at you with. You know, guys like Fred Van Fleet and DeLon Wright and Pascal Siakam. Pascal Siakam's my up my uh, X factor coming into this season. I think expect to see a lot of good things out of Pascal this year. And this team's going to be ready to go. And, uh, you know, Boston's gonna got to watch out for this Raptors squad. My third team, uh, the 76ers, you know, we saw what they were able to do when they were healthy last year. Coming into the playoffs, every, they were everyone's pick to make the finals. You know, obviously we saw what happened with Ben Simmons. He wasn't great in the playoffs, but, you know, you just get another year of Ben Simmons. Expect to see him as an all-star next year. Hit with him and Embiid, they just have so much talent. Um, you know, they're going to be absolutely sensational, the two of them. I think you're going to see a lot of big things out of them this year. And it's just another year for them. Where I kind of pause a little bit is their bench. You know, I know they bring in Zaire Smith and Wilson Chandler, but they did lose some key pieces. Uh, you know, hopefully Markel Fultz can be a good backup next year. I think he's going to have a good year, um, you know, and take over that backup role, maybe be able to start a couple games alongside Ben Simmons. You know, we'll have to see how that progresses, but I think uh, Markel Fultz will be very good for them next year. But, you know, you do lose guys like Bellinelli and um, and um, Ersan Ilyasova, who were absolutely sensational last year. You know, Bellinelli was on fire some games, especially against Miami. Same with Ersan. You know, Ben Simmons would just run down the floor and find these guys. I think these two guys are going to be missed a lot more than people realize. Uh, you know, I think their bench took a step backwards because of it. And I think that they're they're going to struggle a little bit in the bench department. Uh, you know, Rob, Robert Covington didn't have a great year last year. So hopefully he can kind of regain where he was. And um, I'm expecting big things out of Dario Saric. I think Dario Saric will have an absolute stud of a year this year. And uh, this is going to be a very dangerous team in the playoffs. You know, if Ben Simmons can reach that star potential that he's destined for, this is going to be a very scary team. Uh, number four seed, Indiana Pacers. Um, I'm expecting big things out of Indiana as well. Uh, you know, they had a great year last year. They retained basically their same team as last year. And that's just their bench got so much better. Very improved bench. Uh, you know, bringing guys like Kyle O'Quinn, Dougie McDermott, Tyreek Evans, which is a huge one. He's going to be an absolute stud off the bench. With him and Sabonis, they have a great bench. One of the best benches in the in the uh, NBA. Um, and I think the you know one of the best benches in the conference as well, obviously. This bench is going to be sensational. They're going to get after it. Um, and this starting lineup is going to be ready to go. I think you're going to see a, another breakout year for Miles Turner. And, you know, it kind of hinges on him. I think he's going to be the second best player on the squad. Uh, if he can get go on this team, it's going to be very scary and a team that no one's going to want to see. You know, Victor Oladipo, just another year of him. He's going to be absolutely sensational. And this team's going to be locked and loaded and ready to get at it. Uh, the fifth seed, the Washington Wizards. Um, you know, not a great year last year, but improvements everywhere. And I think they're going to be ready to go. You know, just starting with the center position, Dwight Howard in for. Uh, Martin Gortat, Marcin Gortat, and that's an instant improvement right there. I know a lot of people aren't big fans of Dwight Howard, but he's better than Marcin Gortat. It's just that simple. I think he, you're going to see uh, a revamped Dwight Howard 
on a team that's going to be competing for the playoffs. And, um, you know, if he, if he can play well, this team could be scary. They, their bench is vastly improved, and that's been the problem holding them back the last couple of years is terrible bench play. You know, you have now Kelly, another year of Kelly Oubre. Expect him to be much better this year. You know, Austin Rivers is a huge improvement uh, off the bench for them. Uh, you know, they were having Ty Lawson as their backup point guard last year in the playoffs. Now you have Austin Rivers. That's a huge improvement. You bring in a guy, Jeff Green, who was, you know, very up and down, but he's another guy that can get after it off the bench. Uh, this team is just much improved, and I think they're going to be a lot better coming into the season. The sixth seed is the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, you know, not super sold on Milwaukee, but they have Giannis, and he's only going to get better. He hasn't reached his potential, which is a scary thought, but he's only going to continue to get better. This team's going to continue to get better. You know, the, you bring in a new coach. They obviously very lacked in coaching last season. Now they have a, a very good proven coach. He's won coach of the year before, um, Mike Budenholzer. And, you know, you bring in Brooke Lopez. This guy can score. Not a great defender, but he can spread the floor. He scores the ball very efficiently. He's a solid player. Uh, you know, you bring Thonmaker off the bench now. He's I think he's going to have a good year, and if he can do that, this Milwaukee team could surprise a lot of people. You know, Chris Middleton's an absolute stud, one of the most underrated players in the NBA. You know, with him and Giannis, they have some star power. And, uh, you know, if Giannis can continue to, to to thrive, then, you know, don't expect Milwaukee to, to even make it to the conference finals if they can put it all together. Not saying that they will, but they have that ability because of Giannis. Uh, the seventh seed, Detroit Pistons. Uh, you know, I kind of bounce back and forth between Miami and the Detroit. But I'm going to go with Detroit, um, you know, you get Dwayne Casey. He's a great coach. Obviously, one coach of the year last year. I think this is going to be a revamped team. Um, I think they're going to be ready to go. I think Dwayne Casey's going to get the most out of Blake Griffin, and I'm expecting to see big things out of Blake Griffin. You know, they do have a good front court in Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond. They're going to be able to play smash mouth basketball, and I think they're going to be solid. You know, you get another year of Reggie Jackson. He's coming back off of injury. You have him and Ish Smith as your two point guards. Uh, that's a pretty good combo. I think Stanley Johnson's going to be much improved. And I just think that, <coughs> excuse me, with uh, Blake Griffin, I think you're going to see a lot more this year. He's looking to prove to people that he's just not some bust. He's ready to go. And I think, um, you know, I'm kind of excited to see this Detroit team and how it works out. But I definitely think they're a playoff team and they're going to be able to surprise some people. Miami, uh, kind of same thing as last year. Lots of depth. Lots of good players at lots of positions. No star power. You know, Goran Dragic is their best player. Dwayne Wade was their best player in the playoffs. We'll see what happens there. But there's a lot of pieces on Miami that I really like, which is why I think they're going to be staying in the playoffs. They're, you know, they're about 10-man deep. They can defend. They shoot the ball well. They move the ball well. It's just the lack of the star power, I think, for them is what's holding them back. Uh, you know, I really like watching them. I really enjoyed watching them play in the playoffs last year. But, you know, that lack of star power is going to hurt them a bit in the playoffs, which is unfortunate. And then the three teams I have as bubble teams, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. You know, this Cleveland team, they're recovering from post-LeBron. It's their first year, but don't expect them to go down without a fight. Uh, I think they're going to compete for the playoffs. I think Kevin Love is going to have a sensational year. Uh, I'm really excited to see what he can do. Um, he's, I think he's going to be ready to go. Um, 
and just kind of prove to people that he can do things without LeBron. I think he'll be a 20-10 and 10 guy. I still have him as an all-star for this year. And Cleveland's going to be rocking and rolling and ready to go. You know, they had their, their very deep guys like Rodney Hood, they retain coming off the bench. Guys like Jordan Clarkson, Larry Nance. These guys are all young and eager to prove that they can do stuff. You know, especially with Clarkson and Hood. They were having great years before they got traded. You know, two of the best bench scorers in the NBA. Then they come to the, the Cavs and uh, were less than good. But I think they're gonna, you're going to see them doing good things next year. <coughs> Colin Sexton is a guy I'm really excited about and really high on. I think Colin Sexton is going to have a great year. He's, gonna, he's one of my top five picks for Rookie of the Year. Um, and I think that, you know, this this team is going to be ready to go. They're going to be starting Seti Osman at the three, most likely, it looks like. Um, this team is going to be good. Ty is going get, to get the most out of this group. And we're going to see what they're like post-LeBron. I don't think they're quite a playoff team, but I think they have the ability to compete for the playoffs. And then Chicago, uh, this is an exciting team. You know, you get a nice draft pick in Wendell Carter. He'll slide into the starting five alongside Lowry Markkinen, who's going to be an absolute beast this year. Very excited to see what I can see out of Lowry Markkinen. Uh, He's going to be ready to go. You know, they bring in Jabari Parker, who's not great defensively, but, you know, that's not really going to be the the Bulls' M.O. They're going to be very offensively minded with, you know, Zach Levine, Chris Dunn, Denzel Valentine, uh, you know, they got lots of guys who can score. They got, they're going to run up and down the floor. You know, you've seen Fred Hoiberg's style, especially when he was at Iowa State. Loves to get up and down the floor. This is going to be a team that just, they're young, they're excited, they're going to be able to score a lot of points, but they're not going to be able to defend, which is ultimately going to be their setback. And then, rounding it out, the Orlando Magic. This is a team I've always been high on, and they always disappoint me. Um, you know... Defensively, I think they have a nice squad. They have Frank Vogel, who's a defensive-minded coach, and they've got a lot of guys. They have some pieces. You know, Evan Fournier, a very good scorer. He's only 25. You know, Vukovic is a very good scorer. Aaron Gordon can score the ball. Between those three guys, that's three 15-plus-a-game guys you have scoring the ball. You know, it's the, they have lack of a point guard, lack of the assists, which is a problem. You know, you bring in Mo Bamba. He's a great defensive player. He'll probably come off your bench. Jonathan Isaacs is looking really good. You know, you have guys like Simmons and Terrence Ross. I think defensively they're going to be very good. Um, just lack of a point guard is going to hold them back, and they're just not quite there yet. But this team, I'm very excited. To, I'm excited to see what they can do this year. And that was another episode of Woodrow's Wishlist. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, you can get a hold of me at on uh, Instagram at NBA Talk 49 uh, or at Woodrow the Player or on Twitter at Gringo Time. Feel free to uh, shoot me a message and. Uh, You know, I love to talk, love to talk with people, always down to talk about NBA. Uh, So, you know, shoot me a message and uh, enjoy the show. Thank you. Welcome to another edition of Woodrow's Wishlist, NBA Talk Podcast. I'm Evan Woodson, um, and this is the second part of the two-part series I put out, uh, ranking the teams from the Eastern Conference and Western Conference. Uh, one through eight for all the playoff teams, and then the three teams I have on the bubble. And just going to talk a little bit about these teams. Uh, you know, I did the West last time, and I'm going to go right into the East this time. So let's get right into it. Uh, my first team in the East that I have, the Boston Celtics. Uh, I think this is kind of an obvious one. You know, no Kyrie, no Gordon Hayward, no problem in the playoffs last year. They were, you know, a win away from making it to the uh, 
the finals, and I think that they actually would have had a better chance against the Warriors than the Cavs did. This this team uh, is extremely well coached. You know, if Brad Stevens isn't the best coach in the NBA, he's not far off. They have an excellent core, an excellent young group of guys, um, and you know they get Kyrie back, they get Gordon Hayward back. So you know a starting lineup of Kyrie, Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward, Al Horford, Jason Tatum. This team is going to be excellent defensively. They're going to be very mobile. They're going to be sharing the ball, and there's just going to be so many playmakers. You know, five guys on the court that can all make plays. You know, Al Horford can bring up the ball. You know, you can you can throw it to him in the post and surround him with four shooters. You know, Kyrie can bring the ball up. Jalen can bring the ball up. Gordon can bring the ball up. Tatum can bring the ball up. They, you know, they can run ISO if they need to because they just have so many guys, so many weapons. They're so long, so athletic. You know, a guy like Jason Tatum, expect him to absolutely break out this year. Uh, you know, and don't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw five Celtics make the All-Star team this year. They're that good, they're that talented, and they're that well-coached. And, you know, also now, their bench is absolutely sensational with, you know, starting caliber guys coming off their bench. You know, Terry Rozier showed what he can do in the playoffs. He was very inconsistent, obviously, but he had some absolutely monster games and some breakout games where you just see that potential's right there that, you know, when Kyrie's out of the game, you just feel absolute absolute confidence in Terry Rozier and what he can do. You know, keeping a guy like Marcus Smart is another big move. You know, we saw what he was able to do last year defensively. He's an absolute monster. He's a guy you want on your team at all times. You know, we saw him guard guys like LeBron. He can do stuff like that. He'll be a good matchup for a guy like, you know, Ben Simmons. You know, you can throw him on Kawhi at times. He's a rough rider. Uh, you know, you have guys like Baines and you have guys like Tice who showed absolute flashes last year. You know, Baines started. He came off the bench. He did whatever was asked from them. You know, Marcus Morris, another guy. Just so many guys. They're going to be a very unselfish team. Extremely well coached. You know, Brad Stevens knows what he's doing. He's going to have this ball club ready. Uh, you know, they're my pick to make it to the finals from the East. Um, you know, I don't think it's going to be a breeze. There are some very tough teams in this conference, but they're definitely my my favorite to make it to the finals. And, uh, you know, if they if they do end up playing the Warriors, that's not a series where you're just automatically going with the Warriors. This team is going to be very fun to watch. Um, this is could be a 70-plus win team if they're healthy, and I'm expecting very big things out of them. Uh, the number two seed... Um, I toss back and forth between the Raptors and the 76ers, but I'm going to go with the Raptors. Uh, a couple reasons. One, I like the bench of the Raptors a little bit better than I like the 76ers. You know, this Raptors bench is absolutely sensational. It was sensational last year. And, you know, you move a guy like OG Ananobi back to the bench. Uh, he's going to be a very good. He's going to have a big year again. You know, I know he's backing up Kawhi now, but, you know, this Raptors team, they were the best team in the East last year in the regular season. You know, obviously they ran into LeBron, and that happens. But other than that, you know, this is a very sensational team. They got an excellent bench. They run the floor well. They play very good at home. You know, you add a guy like Kawhi, who's a big upgrade over DeRozan. And, you know, Kawhi, if he's healthy, he's the best player in the Eastern Conference, which is the reason why I think the Raptors have a great chance. Uh, you know, they're, I think they're going to be the second best team. I'm expecting to see them in the conference finals. And they're going to give Boston a run for their money for sure. You know, it all kind of depends on how Kawhi is able to play. But if he's back and healthy, you know, this team could be the team that you see in the finals. Uh, you know, and then a guy like Danny Green. You bring in another experienced veteran who can shoot the ball. Uh, you know, he's going to be sensational. You have an excellent bench. First-year coach, Nick Nurse. But, you know, he brought he kind of brought the system to where it is now in Toronto. 
Uh, you know, this team is going to be very solid. They're going to run the ball up and down the floor. They have two full lineups of guys they can go at you with. You know, guys like Fred Van Fleet and DeLon Wright and Pascal Siakam. Pascal Siakam is my, uh, my uh, X factor coming into this season. I think expect to see a lot of good things out of Pascal this year. And this team's going to be ready to go. And, uh, you know, Boston's got to watch out for this Raptors squad. My third team, uh, the 76ers, you know, we saw what they were able to do when they were healthy last year. Coming into the playoffs, every, they were everyone's pick to make the finals. You know, obviously we saw what happened with Ben Simmons. He wasn't great in the playoffs, but, you know, you just get another year of Ben Simmons. Expect to see him as an all-star next year. Hit with him and Embiid, they just have so much talent. Um, you know, they're going to be absolutely sensational, the two of them. I think you're going to see a lot of big things out of them this year. It's just another year for them. Where I kind of pause a little bit is their bench. You know, I know they bring in Zaire Smith and Wilson Chandler, but they did lose some key pieces. Uh, you know, hopefully Markel Fultz can be a good backup next year. I think he's going to have a good year, um, you know, and take over that backup role, maybe be able to start a couple games alongside Ben Simmons. You know, we'll have to see how that progresses, but I think uh, Markel Fultz will be very good for them next year. But, you know, you do lose guys like Bellinelli and... Um, and um, Ersan Ilyasova, who were absolutely sensational last year. You know, Bellinelli was on fire some games, especially against Miami. Same with Ersan. You know, Ben Simmons would just run down the floor and find these guys. I think these two guys are going to be missed a lot more than people realize. Uh, you know, I think their bench took a step backwards because of it. And I think that they're they're going to struggle a little bit in the bench department. Uh, you know, Rob, Robert Covington didn't have a great year last year. So hopefully he can kind of regain where he was. And um, I'm expecting big things out of Dario Saric. I think Dario Saric will have an absolute stud of a year this year. And uh, this is going to be a very dangerous team in the playoffs. You know, if Ben Simmons can reach that star potential that he's destined for, this is going to be a very scary team. Uh, number four seed, Indiana Pacers. Um, I'm expecting big things out of Indiana as well. Uh, you know, they had a great year last year. They retained basically their same team as last year. And that's just their bench got so much better. Very improved bench. Uh, you know, bringing guys like Kyle O'Quinn, Dougie McDermott, Tyreek Evans, which is a huge one. He's going to be an absolute stud off the bench. With him and Sabonis, they have a great bench. One of the best benches in the in the uh, NBA. Um, and I think, the you know, one of the best benches in the conference as well, obviously. This bench is going to be sensational. They're going to get after it. Um, and this starting lineup is going to be ready to go. I think you're going to see another breakout year for Miles Turner. And, you know, it kind of hinges on him. I think he's going to be the second-best player on this squad. Uh, if he can get going, this team's going to be very scary and a team that no one's going to want to see. You know, Victor Oladipo, just another year of him. He's going to be absolutely sensational. And this team's going to be locked and loaded and ready to get at it. Uh, the fifth seed, the Washington Wizards. Um, you know, not a great year last year. But improvements everywhere. And I think they're going to be ready to go, you know, just starting with the center position. Dwight Howard in for uh, Martin Gortat, Marcin Gortat, and that's an instant improvement right there. I know a lot of people aren't big fans of Dwight Howard, but he's better than Marcin Gortat. It's just that simple. I think he's, you're going to see uh, a revamped Dwight Howard on a team that's going to be competing for the playoffs. And, um, you know, if he, if he can play well, this team could be scary. Their bench is vastly improved, and that's been the problem holding them back the last couple of years is terrible bench play. You know, you have now Kelly, another year of Kelly Oubre. Expect him to be much better this year. 
You know, Austin Rivers is a huge improvement uh, off the bench for them. Uh, you know, they were having Ty Lawson as their backup point guard last year in the playoffs. Now you have Austin Rivers. That's a huge improvement. You bring in a guy, Jeff Green, who was, you know, very up and down, but he's another guy that can get after it off the bench. Uh, this team is just much improved, and I think they're going to be a lot better coming into the season. The sixth seed is the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, you know, not super sold on Milwaukee, but they have Giannis, and he's only going to get better. He hasn't reached his potential, which is a scary thought, but he's only going to continue to get better. This team's going to continue to get better. You know, the, you bring in a new coach. They obviously very lacked in coaching last season. Now they have a, a very good proven coach. He's won coach of the year before, um, Mike Budenholzer. And, you know, you bring in Brooke Lopez. This guy can score. Not a great defender, but he can spread the floor. He scores the ball very efficiently. He's a solid player. Uh, you know, you bring Thonmaker off the bench now. He's I think he's going to have a good year, and if he can do that, this Milwaukee team could surprise a lot of people. You know, Chris Middleton's an absolute stud, one of the most underrated players in the NBA. You know, with him and Giannis, they have some star power. And, uh, you know, if Giannis can continue to, to to thrive, then, you know, don't expect Milwaukee to, to even make it to the conference finals if they can put it all together. Not saying that they will, but they have that ability because of Giannis. Uh, the seventh seed, Detroit Pistons. Uh, you know, I kind of bounce back and forth between Miami and the Detroit. But I'm going to go with Detroit, um, you know, you get Dwayne Casey. He's a great coach. Obviously, one coach of the year last year. I think this is going to be a revamped team. Um, I think they're going to be ready to go. I think Dwayne Casey is going to get the most out of Blake Griffin, and I'm expecting to see big things out of Blake Griffin. You know, they do have a good front court in Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond. They're going to be able to play smash mouth basketball, and I think they're going to be solid. You know, you get another year of Reggie Jackson. He's coming back off of injury. You have him and Ish Smith as your two point guards. Uh, that's a pretty good combo. I think Stanley Johnson's going to be much improved. And I just think that, <coughs> excuse me, with uh, Blake Griffin, I think you're going to see a lot more this year. He's looking to prove to people that he's just not some bust. He's ready to go. And I think, um, you know, I'm kind of excited to see this Detroit team and how it works out. But I definitely think they're a playoff team and they're going to be able to surprise some people. Miami, uh, kind of same thing as last year. Lots of depth. Lots of good players at lots of positions. No star power. You know, Goran Dragic is their best player. Dwayne Wade was their best player in the playoffs. We'll see what happens there. But there's a lot of pieces on Miami that I really like, which is why I think they're going to be staying in the playoffs. They're, you know, they're about 10-man deep. They can defend. They shoot the ball well. They move the ball well. It's just the lack of the star power, I think, for them is what's holding them back. Uh, you know, I really like watching them. I really enjoyed watching them play in the playoffs last year. But, you know, that lack of star power is going to hurt them a bit in the playoffs, which is unfortunate. And then the three teams I have as bubble teams, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. You know, this Cleveland team, they're recovering from post-LeBron. It's their first year. But don't expect them to go down without a fight. Uh, I think they're going to compete for the playoffs. I think Kevin Love is going to have a sensational year. Uh, I'm really excited to see what he can do. Um, he's, I think he's going to be ready to go. Um, and just kind of prove to people that he can do things without LeBron. I think he'll be a 20-10 and 10 guy. I still have him as an all-star for this year, and Cleveland's going to be rocking and rolling and ready to go. You know, they had their, they're very deep. Guys like Rodney Hood, they retain coming off the bench. Guys like Jordan Clarkson, Larry Nance. These guys are all young and eager to prove that they can do stuff, you know, especially with Clarkson and Hood. They were having great years before they got traded. 
you know, two of the best bench scores in the NBA. Then they come to the, the Cavs and uh, were less than good. But I think they're gonna you're gonna see them doing good things next year. <coughs> Colin Sexton is a guy I'm really excited about and really high on. I think Colin Sexton's gonna have a great year. He's gonna he's one of my top five picks for rookie of the year. Um, and I think that you know this this team is gonna be ready to go. They're gonna be starting Seti Osman at the three most likely. It looks like um, this team is gonna be good. Tyloo is gonna get get the most out of this group, and we're gonna see what they're like post LeBron. I don't think they're quite a playoff team, but I think they have the ability to compete for the playoffs. And then Chicago, uh, this is an exciting team. You know, you get a nice draft pick in Wendell Carter. He'll slide into the starting five alongside Lowry Markkinen, who's going to be an absolute beast this year. Very excited to see what I can see out of Lowry Markkinen. Uh, He's going to be ready to go. You know, they bring in Jabari Parker, who's not great defensively, but, you know, that's not really going to be the, the Bulls' M.O., they're going to be very offensively minded with, you know, Zach Levine, Chris Dunn, Denzel Valentine. Uh, you know, they got lots of guys who can score. They got, they're going to run up and down the floor. You know, you've seen Fred Hoiberg style, especially when he was at Iowa State. Loves to get up and down the floor. This is going to be a team that just, they're young, they're excited, they're going to be able to score a lot of points, but they're not going to be able to defend, which is ultimately going to be their setback. And then, rounding it out, the Orlando Magic. This is a team I've always been high on, and they always disappoint me. Um, you know, defensively, I think they have a nice squad. They have Frank Vogel, who's a defensive-minded coach, and they've got a lot of guys. They have some pieces. You know, Evan Fournier, a very good scorer. He's only 25. You know, Vukovic is a very good scorer. Aaron Gordon can score the ball. Between those three guys, that's three 15-plus-a-game guys you have scoring the ball. You know, it's the, they have lack of a point guard, lack of the assists, which is a problem. You know, you bring in Mo Bamba. He's a great defensive player. He'll probably come off your bench. Jonathan Isaacs is looking really good. You know, you have guys like Simmons and Terrence Ross. I think defensively they're going to be very good. Um, just lack of a point guard is going to hold them back, and they're just not quite there yet. But this team, I'm very excited. To, I'm excited to see what they can do this year. And that was another episode of Woodrow's Wishlist. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, you can get a hold of me at on uh, Instagram at NBATalk49. Uh, or at Woodrow the Player, or on Twitter at Gringo Time. Feel free to uh, shoot me a message, and uh, you know I love to talk. Love to talk with people. Always down to talk about NBA. Uh, so you know, shoot me a message and uh, enjoy the show. Thank you. <laughs>